0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. I'm Rob Fontenot, here with my co-host Michelle Neat. What is up, Michelle?
1: You know, I am just uh, here hanging out at work. but it's a slow day and it's a half day, so.
0: Oh, wow, that's awesome. I got one more day left. I'm actually on nights. and I don't know if it's because it's been raining and the mixture of that and the heat, but it's just non-stop sweating at work and to come home, Take a shower and feel good is just awesome. Like you don't really, I guess people do appreciate showers, but when you're sweaty all day, I mean, it's just, it's like the best thing ever.
1: It is magical. Just like the series win was magical.
0: Yeah. And another thing that was the best thing ever is our sponsor. Ramshirts.com, the best sponsor ever. They brought you Crush City Teas. They offer custom printed and embroidered apparel. Embroidered apparel would be pretty nice. I I, I know they make hats. You know, they had a hat with embroidered. Uh, direct-to-garment printing for small runs. Screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. We have the giveaway going. The deadline is June 13th. So, send an email to Astros Baseball Podcast at gmail.com and have the word dad somewhere in there. We already got some submissions. We need some more. So, if you guys want to win a shirt for your dad from Ram Shirts, uh, just let us know. So, some bad news for the Astros, right? We lost our boy Ken Emmanuel to some sort of UCL surgery or something. I'm not... I just read it yesterday, but... He said he'll be back next year.
1: Which is, I mean, I think that we're definitely going to need him. Uh, Let me see what he said.
0: When you look that up, go ahead and look that up for everybody. And we'll, I'll start talking about this Red Sox series. And whenever you.
1: you Okay, I got it, it.
0: Okay, here we go. So that works out good.
1: So, um, uh, he said, hopefully not, certainly not how I hoped my 2021 season to end after tearing my UCL in the beginning of 2020, I decided to try and rehab with PRP and BMAC injections to avoid another surgery, spending too much time spending much of the pandemic rehabbing. I was able to get back on the Mount and later in the year, just healthy enough to power through my arm, not feeling good.
0: Yeah, Um, that's the one I I read.
1: I will be getting surgery to fix my UCL.
0: So so there you go. I mean, we have bullpen. The last podcast episode that you put out, it had something about the bullpen woes.
1: Yeah, the the bullpen chronicles.
0: Yeah, the bullpen was definitely El Crapo versus the Padres. But the Astros have definitely turned things around against the Red Sox four game series i wasn't expecting to win 3 out of 4 i'd have been happy to win 2 and uh i guess i don't know how do you feel about dusty baker there were there were some there were some things going around on twitter that you know once he posted the lineup that he kind of like you know they people think well he kind of just was going to just let them have this game did you feel that way at all
1: yeah i feel like Um, and I'm probably, like, maybe I'm wrong, because I don't know everything that goes on, but, um, this, he seems to have this thing where if it's a series at the end of a homestand or a series at the end of a road trip, and we have the potential to sweep, he doesn't really go for the jugular, he's just like, uh, I'm really focused on the upcoming road trip, which I... Think might be the case because they're going to Buffalo. I mean, he said he hadn't been back to Buffalo since 1969, which is fun fact—the year my mom was
0: born. Fun fact: I was born in '71. I have a brother that was born in '69. But if you look at the at the just skipping ahead to Thursday, you you know not the whole lineup, but you had Diaz at shortstop, so that means there's no Correa. You, uh, Taylor Jones was actually in left field. Which mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome that he that he got a chance to play outfield. I think he got a chance to play first base instead of just DHing. It's nice to see him out there. And also Stubbs, our third string catcher. I di- is didn't uh, Castro's hurt? Right? That's why Stubbs is there.
1: Yeah, Castro is on the IL, and I forgot to double check and see what. Because it happened pretty quickly, and there was just
0: no. How do you get hurt being the backup catcher? You play once a week. How are you getting hurt? I don't know. So let's let's dive into this. I, I think Monday was an awesome game because we destroyed them eleven to two. We had a the first three ga- the first three games we had great outings by our starters. Urquidy went six innings, only allowed one run on three hits. He had nine strikeouts and a walk. Parady struck out the side. Nivaldi Rodriguez, who recently got called up, he pitched two innings and gave up a run. The Astros scored 11 runs on 13 hits. That is pretty efficient, right, Just to, to utilize 13 hits and score a lot of runs. Boston scored two runs on five hits. Altuve went two for three. Three runs. He had two RBIs, a walk, and he had a leadoff home run again. I don't know how many that is on the season. It's at least two. Correa went two for three. Tucker went three for five with four RBIs. Definitely the player of the game. Every starter for the Astros on Monday got a hit. And the win was sparked by a five-run sixth inning. What would you think about that first game? It was just amazing, right?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was out, like, walking around with my boyfriend. And he uh, – we were going to meet one of his friends. And I was like, is it okay if I have the game on? And they kept scoring runs. And they kept, like, punching the air. I was like, yeah, yes, you yeah, no, it was beautiful. It was, ugh, made my Memorial Day.
0: You know, I can't let that slide. You know, he went from being a guy, and now he's your boyfriend. That's pretty, that's pretty official. I like oh,
1: yeah, it. Yeah, we are official. And he's an Astros fan now, so.
0: Yeah. So is my girlfriend. <laughs> look, look at look us. At us. Doing,
1: look at us. Doing the Lord's work, converting people.
0: All right, Tuesday. How awesome is this? I guess he's staying in the rotation here. Luis Garcia, he just keeps getting better. Seven innings, five hits, one run allowed, six strikeouts, only one walk. So that – Kierkegaard only had one walk and nine strikeouts. Luis Garcia only walked one guy. I mean, that's how you do it. Don't walk people. Don't let people get on base. The combination of Rayleigh and Stanek – Finished out the game, two innings, no runs combined with those two guys. Uh, Yordan Alvarez, two for four with an RBI. Tucker, three hits again. That's two games in a row. Tucker had three hits. He went three for four. The Astros were only winning two to one, though, going into the bottom of the seventh inning where they scored three runs. And it was almost like it was part them and part Red Sox. Uh, Tucker had a single I think Devers had an error So uh, Chaz reached on an error Strong Grounded into a force out But then Marwin had a throwing error And then Maldonado walked And then they intentionally walked Altuve To load the bases And then they walked Correa To score a run in So it's just, you know, errors and walking guys So I'll take it though So, you know It was 2-1, to we make it 5-1, to and we win Tuesday. So, what do you think about Luis Garcia? He's just a stud now, isn't
1: he? I am, I feel like a parent watching the kid grow up, because it's been such a pleasure and such a delight to watch him kind of like mature as, well, not kind of, but mature as a player. And uh, gained the ability to do these things and come through in big situations because it was a it meant a lot that he was able to go out there and give us seven innings of work and I think probably the most heartwarming thing of the game was when he went into the dugout. I don't know if you saw this, but Brent Strom like walked up to him and his arms were like open he gives him like a big hug and I think they were saying something, but. Mm-hmm. I'm just really, I'm really happy that uh, for him as a player. I'm really happy for him just as a person because I love to see people do well, um, and of course, I'm an Astros fan, so I love to see the Astros do well.
0: Heck yeah! And another person that's doing well. You remember we would say this, you know, when he was out, we need Framber Valdez back. He, you know, he's guaranteed seven innings. I think his first game back, he didn't get seven, but it was his first game back. But Wednesday, he gave us seven innings, uh, five hits, one run. So that's three games in a row. The starter only gave up one run. Um, I can't think of the word. What is it when they go six innings? Some kind of start. Um, the, word, the word is escaping me.
1: Yeah, I, I, my brain is... I haven't had all of my iced coffee yet, so my brain is kind of...
0: Yeah, it's... it's uh, man, I can't think of it. I know you guys are... Or talking to your iPad or wherever you're listening to this. Man, I just can't think of it. It's some kind of six innings. But anyway, Framber, quality start. That's what it is. So three quality starts. Framberg gives us seven innings. And Framber Valdez was mowing him down 10 strikeouts. His curveball. Did you see his curveball working on Wednesday?
1: It was pretty nasty. I remember at one point saying, ooh-wee, that is nasty.
0: So Stanek comes in and gives all zeros. Presley, uh, he pitched an inning and gave up two hits but no runs. Tucker, two for three. That's, That's eight hits for Tucker in three games. Correa and Bregman both had a hit each. The Astros scored two runs on four hits, and Kyle Tucker had two of them. Boston scored run one run on seven hits. Uh, we were down one to zero. They scored one run in the top of the first. Yuli uh, Gurriel had a sack fly in the bottom of the first. And then we had a a soft ground out by Straw, allow Tucker to score from third and the fourth inning. So no offense on Wednesday, but luckily, we had another great outing. As far as uh, the starting pitching, so I mean, you got to be happy, right?
1: I'm extremely happy, and I have an answer to your question. It's called a quality start when a pitcher, starting pitcher, goes six innings in the last three or fewer runs.
0: Yep. Did you hear me? I already said it. I thought of it, but thanks for looking it up. It took me a while, but it came to me. But and then we go to Thursday. The last time Oderizzi pitched. So you look at the lineup, Diaz, Jones, Stubbs, and Odorizzi. That's why people were saying, like, hey, I think he kind of threw the towel in on this one. But I think Odorizzi's last outing was good, right? He did good, but not Thursday. He lasted three innings. He had three walks and four hits. He had three runs. He only had two strikeouts. Gave up a home run. Paredes, another scoreless inning. So I think maybe Paredes has turned things around. Uh, Christian Javier comes in uh, out of the bullpen to give the Astros three innings, but he gave up two runs. He walked three guys and had six strikeouts. Joe Smith and Blake Taylor. I guess Blake Taylor's back. Uh, They combined two innings and no runs. Yuli Gurriel, three for four with a homer. Uh, Diaz, two for three. I was thinking diaz should get more playing time and i i thought his batting average would be a little higher but he's sitting at 269 i think diaz is is doing great filling in for he's like the new marwin i think he's doing a great job don't you think
1: yeah i think well i'm a huge fan of his um i think he's fantastic um i think that maybe you well, with utility players like that, and their average being at like two sixty, whatever, I don't think that that's really an accurate or fair representation of their offensive abilities because they don't have as many. When if you look at a player like Altuve, and he has like a what? A, a, I just a, an example. Say Altuve has like a point three. It's a three eleven batting average, and um, he has more starts and more opportunities to get more at bats. So of course, his average is going to be higher. Um, Diaz has a a more limited uh, like he has a more limited chance of getting those hits getting those I mean that's just my opinion but
0: um, he he has limited chances to get that batting average up there it's kind of like a relief pitcher right I mean they come in you know five outings in a row scoreless inning scoreless inning scoreless inning and then the sixth game they give up two runs and their ERA is blown. You know, it could go from zero to two something, or I think that would take it up into the threes. But do you remember this stat a couple of episodes ago where we talked about how the Astros had like five guys hitting over three hundred? They only have two now: Alvarez and Yuli Guriel. I think Altuve went zero for four on Thursday's game, and he is now like two ninety eight. So. We only have three, but I'm not worried about that at all. Um, In that game, Boston scored three runs in the second and two runs in the seventh. They were shutting the Astros out until the Astros scored a run in the ninth. That was a day game. And I did not get to see that either. So after the game, you have any comments on that loss? Not really, right? I mean, it happened. I don't really
1: have any comments on that loss, but I do have something to say after we finish wrapping up talking about this game. Well,
0: I'm done. I mean, the Astros went three out of four. I'm very, very happy with that. The The Red Sox, I, I think they were leading the AL East. They're not leading now, but they were leading. So I think that's pretty awesome, I, especially coming off of that San Diego series where they actually could have won all of those games, but the bullpen blew it at the end. So what do you have to say about this final game on Thursday?
1: Um, I just think that at some point there's a combination of maybe dusty throwing in the towel. Um, I would love to see a bigger sense of urgency from everyone, but, um, Maybe there was something going on behind the scenes that I don't understand. I just know me personally. I would love to see a bit more of like a, I don't want to say bloodthirsty work ethic, but I want to see just like a, I want to see a little bit more fire from Bestie because I mean, I saw him get worked up maybe a few times last season, but he hasn't really gotten, I mean, Alex Cora went out and he like flipped out uh, at the umpire Over some over the strike zone, uh, which I agree with because some it was a little ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, just bigger sense of urgency. Uh, want them to light the fire because we're almost at the all star break, we're heading towards it. Um, Yeah,
0: we, we, what is it already June already? Yes,
1: speaking of yesterday, all star voting opened up. So make it an All-Stros game, guys. Do not forget to vote. You get five votes per email address. Hear what I say? I said per email address.
0: (laughs) The Astro fans are really going to have to vote hard to get these guys in because no one else is going to vote for them.
1: Listen, I am doing my part. I have uh, three email addresses. My sister has five. My dad has two. My brother has three my boyfriend has a di- an additional 3 and you better believe I will be helping them vote on them every single day
0: i i know i know the uh the manager i mean they've got to have one at least one and the uh, managers get to pick the pitcher. so maybe i don't know if any of our guys have had an all-star season yet I really, I'm really, i really not sure about that. Maybe Presley, perhaps? He might be. Maybe. Well,
1: there was somebody on the MLB network that said uh, there's a pitcher from the Astros uh, that deserves a little bit more recognition and deserves to be in the all-star conversation. You know who he said? No. He said Luis Garcia.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: So I'm excited for that, but um, other than that, um, I don't know <clears throat> if I've got too many. I don't think I've got any more comments. I'm just uh, happy to head into the Toronto series with a decent record. And uh, hopefully it turns out well for our guys.
0: So after the win, the Astros are one game behind Oakland. Uh, both both guys are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Uh, the Astros have a plus 58 run differential and Oakland is now finally in the positive with a plus one Tampa Bay's two games ahead of Boston now. So I think maybe we help Tampa Bay out. Well, I don't think I know. And the Yankees, the Stankies are four and a half games behind Tampa Bay, which is awesome. Uh, The White Sox are winning the central, the three games ahead of Cleveland, five games ahead of, Kansas City, your National League leaders are the Mets, the Cubs, and San Francisco. Like Michelle said, on Friday, the Astros travel to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Blue Jays. Uh, Friday is Grinky against Ryu. That game's at 7-10. That should be an exciting matchup. Saturday's Zerkeady against Stripling. That's at 207. And Sunday. What a, what a nice Sunday matinee game. 12 o'clock, Luis Garcia will be back on the mound on Sunday. That's pretty exciting. I'm pretty
1: excited. I'm ready to see Mr. Dimples, Mr. Smiles.
0: Mr. Smiles and Dimples. So after that, the Astros will be off Monday. Looking ahead, they'll stay on the road Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday against Boston. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Minnesota. So they've got nine road games and a couple of Mondays off. And when they get back home, they will take on the Texas Rangers and the Chicago White Sox. That's about all I have, except to remind everybody, you have about nine days left to enter the contest. Astros Baseball Podcast at gmail com. Do you let me tell you two things before we go. Our sponsor at Ram Shirts made us a website. He got Astros, I, I can't think of it, but it's AstrosBaseballPodcast.com, maybe. So we have a website. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to do anything, but he got it for us. So we do have a website with the links to the podcast, and we'll try to figure that out. I kind of forgot about it. But let me tell you I'll this.
1: start working on that for you guys.
0: So. Okay. Talk to him and figure it out. But here's one thing I want to tell you. I tweeted it about my dream. Did you see my tweet?
1: No, what did it say?
0: Okay, so this is my dream. I don't don't know where this came from or or why it happened. So I'm walking down the street in my hometown of Dell City, Oklahoma, wearing a baseball uniform that I cannot recall what was on it. And also walking with me wearing a uniform is Shohei Otani. And in the dream, we're buddies. You know, we're, I don't know if we're walking home from a game. I don't know why we're both wearing a baseball uniform. But we're just walking on the sidewalk. And then we go to some kind of, like, party. Some kind of, like, cocktail party or whatever. And we're, we're changing our clothes Into something nicer And I look mm-hmm. at him And I said I can't believe nobody recognizes you And he looked at me and he goes Yeah, me too
1: I can't, be, yeah, I, I can't believe it either
0: P- Perfect English Like I don't even know if the guy speaks English And why did I dream about him? That's crazy
1: well, why wouldn't you dream about an offensive and defensive team? Semi- like, a, I mean, he's a two way player, he's a stud.
0: Some people were saying this also about, you know, uh, the Angels or whatever games behind the leaders in the American League West, but they get all the attention because they got Otani and Trout. Yeah, and they're
1: they do have some notable players and i do think that people aren't giving the astros due uh notice or due props because uh of a you know a bunch of whiny babies over something that happened 4 years ago but
0: yeah you know that they, they they uh they're starting to talk about teams cheating with the baseballs right they're mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, okay, there's going to be suspensions if we catch you here and there. I guess they're talking about it, right? They're going to start putting laws in place. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to scroll through this and see how many crybabies bring up the Astros. And it's just Astros. They're going to do this, and the Astros stole a World Series, and nobody got in trouble. It's like you can't bring anything up without crybabies in the comments talking about the Astros. Rent free.
1: Rent free. Exactly. Jinx. Jinx. Jinx.
0: <laughs> well, that's all I got. You got anything else you want to add?
1: I do not. I do not.
0: All right. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Friday's seven ten. Saturday's an early game, two o seven, and Sunday's twelve o seven. And if you didn't know this, folks, but uh, the Toronto Blue Jays play in a minor league baseball stadium because Toronto will not allow them to play under their COVID protocols. So that's all we have. So for Michelle, we thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Astros baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode.